Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought really scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business. And by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are fed up of the routine, the daily routine, and want to take back control and create the life they really want in their work, their relationships, their wellness, their money, and the fun stuff. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me, what I do and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. This podcast series is all about managing our well-being in this modern life. Life today feels busier and more hectic than it did 20 years ago. And there is so much noise out there that we have to wade through. So I will be interviewing six amazing women who are experts in their field and who will be sharing with us how we can manage our well-being in this modern life. My guest today is Sarah Tomset. Sarah is a kinesiologist practitioner, Reiki master, coach, mentor, HR professional and mum of two. Sarah's passion is empowering and supporting people to reach their goals, whether that be a health, career, personal or life goal. She believes we already have inside us the tools and wisdom to bring about the changes we want to make. Sometimes we just need a helping hand to bring them to the surface. So today's podcast episode is about how the body manifests physically, what we hold on to mentally and our experiences. Thank you, Sarah, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Um, Before we jump into it, tell us a bit about yourself, your story and how you got to where you are today. Okay, so I kind of started the whole um, work, my whole working life really in quite a traditional way. I've went to college, went to university, got the degree and started quite a corporate um, career in HR. Um, And uh, 10 years ago, 2011, um, I received a diagnosis of autoimmunity. So it was Hashimoto's, which is uh, underactive thyroid. And um, it kind of rocked my world, to be honest, because I'd never been really to the doctors very much before, only for tonsillitis as a child. Um, and didn't, hadn't been into hospital apart from having my children. So to understand now, not only was I 
so say ill in inverted commas, but this was autoimmunity, which meant from my understanding at the time that my body was attacking itself. So where it was, was kind of irrelevant. It was more the fact that, oh my God, how come this has happened? Like how, this must be my fault because mm. I'm attacking myself inside. Um, and that kind of propelled a very long sort of um, journey of self-healing, personal development, spiritual development actually as well. Getting back to some of the things that I absolutely loved as a teen and early 20s. So um, all the spiritual woo-woo stuff that people would call woo-woo, but to me is normal. Um, uh, and yet on that journey, about three years in, I came across kinesiology. A friend had recommended I try it to try and understand you know, at a deep level, what was going on and could I help uh, reverse the autoimmunity looking at it from that way. So I, I went along and um, I was just in awe. It was like magic because it was a way of communicating with myself without my head, my ego getting in the way. Um, so yeah, kinesiology featured very, very significantly in my own healing journey, so much so that I was hooked and I had to learn how to do it myself. Um, and that brings me to today, really, where, um, yeah, I've, I've sort of gone completely live with the business at the beginning of 2018, where I was HR contracting and doing um, kinesiology. And then at the beginning of 2020, I thought, right, this is the year I'm going to focus on my health business, really. And then COVID happened. <laughs> so but that's OK. We have to learn to go with the flow. <laughs> so, yeah, that brings us up to now. Wow. I think a lot of the women that I speak to, when they start their business, it's been triggered because of a, a life event anyway, whether it's due to health or like myself, becoming a mum with and having two young children. So it is great to hear stories because then people can get a real sense of who you are and why you do what you do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So when I first heard of kinesiology, it was from the angle of I had a friend who wanted to understand what her food tolerances were. However, I know it's a lot more than that and it goes a lot deeper. So can you tell us a bit more about what kinesiology actually is um, and how you use it to help people um, understand what's actually going on for them and help them to move on? Yeah, sure. So it's relatively new in terms of a modality, I think, um, made it over to the UK in the late 60s, early 70s, um, and had actually been brought about by a chiropractor called Dr. Good, Dr. George Goodhart. And he realised that actually the connections through muscle testing, um, you could actually work out where meridians in the body linked to organs in the body and linked to imbalances. And in effect, you could, you know, you could be working backwards from a physical issue or you could be working in, in the energy field and finding where imbalances are before they show up as a physical issue. Um, and yeah, that, that's how kinesiology came about. And I guess kinesiology really means um, movement, so the muscle movement. So whilst it's called kinesiology, uh, personally, I think it's much more than that because yes, we use kinesiology to muscle test to find the imbalances, but then there are many, many techniques then that we use to actually bring that body back into balance. Um, so I kind of, definitely I am a kinesiologist, but I definitely also bring in all my other experience and skills. So coaching in terms of 
diet, lifestyle, nutrition, that sort of thing. Um, and I'm very into natural health practices. So I use homeopathic remedies in my clinic and I also recommend naturopathic techniques too. So actually it's not just about finding out where the issue is, it's about how do we bring that holistically back into balance and what can we do how, how actually can women, mostly women, I see mostly women, that's why I say that, how can we be empowered to help ourselves? Because it's not just about coming to see me and I fix you per se. There's kind of, you know, it is a partnership. I can tell you what your body's, what's going on, but you need to go and do the work as I found out myself on my journey. <laughs> so do you think then kinesiology can help everybody or do you have to have a certain mindset for it to be able to help what 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 would you say about that um i would say always give it a go because i think it's quite a difficult um therapy to try and explain because um if you say yeah we do muscle testing and then we can put food on you and find out if your muscle goes weak that means that potentially your body doesn't like that food it's quite hard to describe that whereas if you're lying on the couch now i have people who haven't had kinesiology before and they go wow, what, how did you do that? And I'm like, it's not me, it's, it's your body, it's just your energy is doing that. So it, it's quite, it is magic. I still think it's magic. I'm in awe of, of it. Um, but yes, there's nothing really it can't help because it doesn't work. We don't, we don't say we treat for, for a start, but we certainly do not um, try and fix a symptom. We're all about finding the root cause and finding where there are imbalances. And the theory behind that is that when the body is in balance, it heals itself. We are designed to heal ourselves. Um, it's just over the past uh, number of decades, we've been told to put everything onto conventional medicine and actually we need to take a pill to fix it. And that is true in many cases, and I don't discount that at all. But I think there's also the other side, which is we, there's so much we can do to help ourselves because all our bodies are really doing is trying to correct, balance and heal all the time. Um, and we just need to know what's hindering that and what can help it. So I guess on that as well, going back to your question of what is it, it's important to mention that it is a blend of um, Western and Eastern philosophies. So we do work with acupressure points. So there's a lot around the Chinese medicine um, in kinesiology, as well as finding out whether there are deficiencies in vitamins, minerals, that sort of thing. So it kind of blends the two together, if that makes sense. So I suppose the thing I find fascinating about kinesiology and the fact that it is all about um, getting that balance again is in this chaotic life, and especially now where we're, you know, in a pandemic where it's even more chaotic, there's more uncertainty around us. I think we're striving more to get balance in our life because, you know, then if we're safe, it, it makes it feel like we are more resilient to what's going on out there. Whereas kinesiology can help us do that in a I'm going to say in an easier way and the reason why I say that is because um you know the more you fight to get something sometimes it seems even more difficult to get it because we get fixated on it yeah so yeah. Talk, talk to me more about you know how we can help ourselves achieve this balance um because it, it does come from the inside rather all always looking for the out for the outside to help us yeah and I think um we know ourselves best if we can be still enough to listen I think that's a big a big thing um 
obviously the past year has thrown us into a situation that nobody could have been prepared for um and uh, i get a sense now both from my own experience but from working with clients and talking to friends and family that we've kind of reached a stagnation point like we you know to start with it was all very much yeah we're gonna we're gonna sort of you know all help each other we're gonna stay in and now people are like I've got nothing in my diary there's no purpose anymore I haven't booked my holidays normally they're all booked in by now the kids are at home when they're going back to school so there's lots of pressure on us at the moment that wouldn't normally be hmm. um but I think with that said the way that we were living before the pandemic was also highly pressured I mean modern society isn't really conducive to full health <laughs> <laughs> if if you don't know what's out of balance you know we're not meant to be in a fight flight um state all the time uh but i think we probably find ourselves there more so than not now um and it's quite i think to say it's simple to get into balance is is kind of um uh, probably too simple to say it is simple but it's very hard to achieve and i think um, I don't know whether you've read the book by Dr. Roman Chatterjee about the four pillars of health. Not yet, but it's on my list because it's, I've taken to you. It's a good to one you. to get because in very simple terms, he talks about the four, the four kind of pillars that we need to look after ourselves, which is sleep, eating, um, exercise, and what's the other one? I think it's something like self-care or, you know, like that relaxed time. Mm. Um, and if you think about that and apply that to kinesiology, we look at four realms of the, the body, mind and spirit, which is um, nutritional. We look at the physical, the structural issues, and if there's anything out of balance there. We look at emotions and we look at uh, electrical, so energetic. Um, so you can kind of uh, sort of put the two together. And a lot of it is about really the most important thing, I think, right now for mums especially, is taking that time out for ourselves mm. because if we don't do that we can't support everybody else and self-care looks different for different people but it could just be having a 30-minute bath with some candles around you listening to nice music you know it could be meditating it could be doing some yoga but I think it's really important that we have that time daily I would suggest where we can just kind of go right okay what what do let me feed my soul first because then I can help other people um and sleep I know people aren't sleeping as well at the moment mm. because of everything on their minds but um even getting to sleep before 11 o'clock can make a massive difference not having caffeine after midday can make a massive difference um so they're just little things that have to be lifestyle choices I guess that um we just not only need to be aware of but that we actually want to do because mm. a lot of it is we get into the habit of well I, that's my little pick-me-up and that's my treat because I've made it through another Groundhog Day. <laughs> so it, yeah, there's there's the want and there's the need and the two have to come together, I think. That makes uh, yeah, sense. I, yeah, it does. And I love that because I was, I was only um, listening to Atomic Habits the other week. And it is all about, if you want to form good habits, then it does take daily practice it is accepting that you might not see um, the, the reward immediately and therefore you have to be committed to whatever, whatever habit you want to form. But it's also 
trying to make life easy for yourself and not yeah. trying to um, give yourself this massive challenge that actually is not going to motivate you to attack. So I think it's just making our life as easy as possible, but still going for stuff and doing things that um, push the boundaries and, and get us to go there. Um, yeah. Something I wanted to talk to you about was that I, that I particularly find fascinated about how the body works and, and kinesiology can help with this is, you know, when we've experienced a trauma, no matter what the trauma is, whether it's, you know, something that we may deem as minor or, or something that's, that's quite major, but our, our initial reaction would be, well, you know, if I want to come to terms with that trauma, then surely I'm going to go and speak to a counsellor. But kinesiology can help us in that, obviously, because we're holding the tension of the trauma in our bodies. Can you talk to me more about that? Yeah, it's, it's fascinating, actually, because I meet um, so many people that are, so I, I bring emotions into everything that I do. Every single session will have emotions in it. And we might start by saying something simple like, right, what, what's the most challenging thing for you right now? What's going on? Um, and it might be work related or whatever. And as, as I build a relationship with the person or if they're fairly open to start with, we might get into some to really, you know, quite deep stuff straight away. And something might have happened as a child or they might have been through a bad divorce or something like that. Um, and they'll quite often say, and I'll say, okay, we'll just um, connect with that feeling a moment while we muscle test, just to see whether it's relevant to what's going on. And they'll go, oh, no, no, that won't be, no, because that was ages ago, and I, I put that out of my mind. And I'll say, okay, let's just have a look, we'll just see. Um, and nine times out of ten, probably ten times out of ten, really, uh, the muscle will change, and they'll go, oh, I didn't know I was still holding on to that. And it's interesting, because consciously, we can very we're very clever humans at going, well, I literally am gonna push that to the back of my mind. I don't, I don't think about that anymore. But what we don't realize or we forget or we don't know perhaps is that um, when the body has a trauma and, I, and trauma doesn't have to be you know, something massive because trauma for one person could be completely different to somebody else. It, you know, so I think the other thing that I find Bring me back if I go off on a tangent here, Marie. <laughs> the other thing I find just talking about trauma is that some people go, well, that wasn't really a trauma. That that was just something I dealt with. But I'll say, well, don't, don't downplay what was significant to you because it's all relative. Um, but what, what you find is that, um, so you've got your physical memory, so you can remember, even though you're trying not to. But what happens is at a cellular level, the body holds onto that and that is stored everywhere in the body. Um, and you see this, sometimes when people are triggered by an event and they'll think they'll they'll reflect and they'll think well, I don't know why that really bothered me or why am I firing off because of that and what's actually happening is they're not they're firing off from the feeling of trauma the body experienced when it first happened and this is a this is a vibration that's very similar so it's reminding them so they're already putting up the full wall because Mm. Well, my God, I know how that felt last time. I don't want that to happen again. Um, so we can, the good news is therapy can unlock this. Therapy can process the memories and help the body to release the trauma. There are many techniques we use in kinesiology to do that. But what we can also do is we can find out which meridian is that stored in, um, clear it from that meridian. And then you, you'd see physical symptoms just miraculously disappear because the trauma has gone um so yeah it's it's very powerful but very simple and 
you don't have to go back to the depths of despair you are in to actually release it. And that's the other thing. So there is a braveness in, in saying it, but you don't have to go and relive it all. We, mm. can, we can very gently and easily remove it so that you can live life from now, not from you know, what happened then. Does that explain that? Okay? Yeah, it does, it yeah. does. And I think, and, and you made this point earlier, our bodies are amazing things. They, if we don't mess with them, they will naturally have this balance. But it's yeah. like you said earlier, you know, thing, thing, things happen to us in life or we seek to address the imbalance ourselves. And then we're fighting against what the body's naturally trying to do and the, the purpose of our body. And it, it just and it, it goes back to like the very one of the first things you said, it is like magic. Yeah. Because it can happen without us having to do anything. It's it's, you know, just leave. Sometimes I just sort of think, just leave it alone and it will reach its its natural point where it should yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, and even with children, actually, because um, kinesiology can work with people of any age. And in children, it's amazing how quickly they bounce back. They may only need a couple of sessions. And, you know, just like that, they're, you know, it's gone. And quite often they will need um, the batch flower remedies that I use in the clinic to support the emotions. That might be all they need. They might need one or two batch flowers and they're sorted, you know, because they don't have baggage. We have baggage. <laughs> we do, we do. Yeah. Oh, I was having an, um, a really good conversation with a lady uh, a couple of days ago, actually. And I was talking to her about how as adults, we can learn so much from children because they're more open to what's going yeah. on and they're Definitely. more accepting of what happens rather than, you know, as adults, because, because we've lived, we don't look for um, an alternative point of view or question why or, well, is that really what that person was saying? Is that really what that, what that was supposed to happen? Um, so we, children are amazing. We, they, they should sometimes be our teachers, not, not oh, the other definitely. way around, I think. Um, definitely. I want to talk a bit about resilience now and how um, we can use maybe kinesiology to help us become more resilient or get rid of the, the toxins that are in our body to help us become more resilient. Is that, is that the case? Can, can kinesiology help us in that way? Yeah, I really think it can. I mean, it obviously depends how long you've had the issue as to how long it's going to take to, to get completely well. But what I always say to people is um, we can't change the stress in the world, but we can change how we react to it. And when we remove those toxins, you know, at that deep cellular level, when we work to remove those, when we work to remove the emotional toxins that we carry around with us and we unburden ourselves, um, we just find ourselves reacting more lightly to things. So things don't have that, you know, there'll be less flying off the handle. There'll be less um, getting upset. There'll be less anxiety because the body's in balance. So it is all about bringing it back to balance really. And um, we use the phrase homeostasis, which is the, the, the word for the body being in balance. And that's the purpose of every single kinesiology session is, okay, where are you out of balance now? Let's bring you back. And it does work 
rather like the layers of an onion. So, um, as I say, we, we don't treat symptoms. We'll, we'll look for imbalances at the root. So, it, but it is like, so you peel one layer back and you, you balance that. Then the next time somebody comes, something else will show. Um, and the body will only ever show what it wants to work on and what it's ready to release. So you can 100% trust what's going on. Um, and, you know, the other thing, as I say to people, it doesn't matter what you and I think is going to come up because you've come with a sore shoulder. You might think I'll be treating your shoulder. I may, but I doubt I will. I'll probably be going somewhere else. And you might be thinking, what is she doing? But that's because the shoulder pain is there because something else is out of balance. So we, we kind of heal the thing, treat the things out of balance, and then the symptoms start to disappear. But yeah, it changes at every single session. And I think that ties in with your question around resilience, because I think it, it builds as the layers are removed, the resilience builds. Hmm. Yeah. So our listeners will be listening, obviously. And, um, <laughs> and they might be thinking, well, you know, I really need to do something because I know that something's not quite right and and I want to move forward and I want to improve my well-being so what one piece of advice would you give people who want who want to improve their well-being because they know something is not right I think the the one thing that I learned through my own experience was ask for help that's the one thing I would say and it doesn't have to be kinesiology it doesn't have to be you know a counsellor whatever you're drawn to whatever starts presenting itself to you is normally a little message that a little nudge just try that and quite often one thing will lead to another but I think we especially as women I think women as well again we think we have to do everything we mm. we have the, we have everything on our shoulders um and sometimes we're not so good at asking for help we're very good at giving we're not so good at receiving sometimes I don't mean to make that sort of for everybody because I'm mm. sure some people are but I think in general if we're in that kind of um people pleasing not quite sure where our boundaries are taking more and more on don't worry I'll fix that for you I'll fix that for you and we're doing all of this fixing but actually we're left like running on empty <laughs> So yeah, ask for help. Could even be a partner, could be the kids. You know, they might be old enough to do some stuff themselves now that you've just carried on doing for them. And I want you to um, tell us three things that you think um, our listeners should take away from the conversation that you and I had today. Okay, so uh, I think first of all, it's not selfish to put yourself first sometimes. That's a key one. And if you manage five minutes a day, fantastic, because that's five minutes you didn't do the day before. Um, so that'd be my first one. Uh, I have to say, ask for help again, because I can't hone that point home <laughs> any anymore. Just ask. Um, and a third one is to trust trust yourself. You know, if, if you feel that something isn't quite right, but you don't know what it is, that's your body telling you something isn't quite right. Mm. You know, and normally, there's a phrase, I can't remember who said it, but it's um, listen to your body's whispers before it starts to scream. And I love that because we should be listening to the niggles because we mm. don't want them to turn into, you know, serious things. If we listen to the niggles, get them sorted, then, um, yeah, we're, we're trusting and listening to, to our bodies and also teaching our children to do the same, which is amazing. <laughs> So it's been lovely chatting to you. Um, I'm sure people want to know more about you and how to find um, find you and what you do. So can you share your links with us? 
Yes, of course. So it's very simple. It's um, Sarah Thompson Kinesiology. And I am on Facebook um, at Sarah Thompson Kinesiology. Instagram is the same at Sarah Thompson Kinesiology. And my website, have a guess, is www.sarahthompsonkinesiology.co.uk. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Sarah, for um, chatting to me today. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. If you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you, then head over to my website, www.mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. Take care.